And this Go. ball in the air, deep right center Go. field. Two-run home run, Trevor Story. Way back, Myers, he'll watch it go Chuck Nasty. Two-run home run, David Dahl. And Nolan drives this high in the air, deep left field. Take a good look, you won't see it for long. I don't want to lose your love tonight. All right, welcome in to a very special edition of the DNVR Rockies podcast presented today by the Blake Street Tavern, where we have got a great number of Rockies fans, some members of the media, a selection of dignitaries, a great swath of human beings here to uh, pay attention to what in a, a few minutes from now will be determined about Larry Walker and the Hall of Fame, hoping that we will receive some good news uh, I, of course, am your host, Drew Creaseman. I'm the managing editor of DNVR. First of all, I want to, from the bottom of my heart, thank every single one of you for being here today uh, in support of Larry Walker, in support of the cause that Manny Rondawa of MLB.com is championed. In support of Dan Evans and Rocky Mountain Sabre and all of the support that they have given to Larry Walker and the evidence for his... And to anyone who has sent a tweet or responded or bought a shirt or worn a jersey or bought Manny's book or uh, shown up to something like this and had an opportunity whenever somebody said to them, you know, I'm not sure Larry Walker belongs in the Hall of Fame. Too much Coors Field or he didn't play enough, or, you know, I didn't really like the way he went about his business. He was too much of a hockey guy. For every single person who took the time to say, no, that's not right, here's the other side. Here's the important information. Whether people listen to you or not, no matter what happens today, today belongs to you because either Larry Walker will finally be recognized in the Hall of Fame, as he should be, or this will be the day it all changed. This will be the day we look back on and say, it had to be a different way. Larry Walker will be in the Hall of Fame. He'll get in on the Veterans Committee if he doesn't get in today. That's not enough. It's not acceptable. But if you can't be the first member of an organization to be honored the way you should be, maybe being a catalyst for the entire Baseball Hall of Fame to be reformed is not such a terrible legacy after all. So I think those are our options. I wanted to open it up to anybody who has anything to say, anything to ask, anything they feel. Yeah. Drew, what would you, what would you do to improve the selection to the, hall, to the Hall of Fame? What would I do to improve the selection to the Hall of Fame? First of all, I think you need to be covering baseball currently. Uh, I, I think that's a difficult, and, and there's a thing I should say for the record. Uh, I became a member of the BBWAA just a few months ago. I am, thank you. Um, and I am one of the newest members of the organization. And so it's a weird thing to walk in the door and say, here's everything you're doing wrong. Here's what you gotta fix. I also believe that there is a tradition 
and a precedent that has to be respected for everyone that came before me. But I believe that if Larry Walker does not get into the Hall of Fame, that they have not fulfilled their obligation to that tradition and to that precedent, and so change must be made. And so I think you get grandfathered out. I don't, is that a thing? No, what's the opposite of that? That's what a horrible phrase I just invented. What a, what a terrible thing I've just suggested. Uh, if you haven't covered baseball actively on a beat in the last two years, I, I, I don't think you should continue to have a vote for the Hall of Fame. You know, absolutely, and and I, I think so. You know, the the statement being that it, it could be if you covered a guy during his time, and, and maybe that's what it should be more about. You had to have been a beat writer, but it's it's going to be a little bit different, right? When guys retire, when they don't, I'm not sure there's a perfect answer to this question. What I do know is that there are people who have Hall of Fame votes who haven't covered baseball in years, who did not cover baseball primarily throughout their careers, who maybe show up to a handful of games a season. And here's a, here's a reform. I'll, I'll give you a better reform than that. Here's one I think everyone should be able to agree on. If you get a Hall of Fame vote, you have to justify that Hall of Fame vote. No more anonymous ballots, no more lack of articles in some form. You go on a radio program, a television show, a podcast, you write an article, and you explain yourself. Uh, how, how hard is that to ask for the great responsibility that these people have for the only Hall of Fame that we have for the greatest game in the world? Absolutely. Open. So why don't the broadcasters get a vote? Why don't the managers get a vote? Why don't? Uh, well, general manager. You know, you. We all. Right now is an interesting and fun time to make jokes about general managers and managers, isn't it? Um, and all that being totally fair and true. These are the people who play the game at the highest level, who know it day in and day out. I'm going to do something very dangerous in a room like this and on a podcast like this. I'm going to make a, a political reference, but don't worry, it's not going to be specific. One thing I've noticed is that former presidents, regardless of party, very rarely spend a lot of their time going after former presidents. And they will all tell you it's because only 45 people have had that job. Only those people know exactly what it's like. About 29,000 people have played in Major League Baseball. That's it. You can fit them into a moderately sized basketball stadium. A handful of managers, a handful of GMs. We've all got our opinions about them. They're, some of them do really weird stuff. But they've walked in those shoes. They know what it's like to build a team. They know what it's like to try to make this game work. And so I think on balance... Yes, the broadcasters should get... Vin Scully didn't get a Hall of Fame vote. By the way, you know who should have a Hall of Fame vote? Jerry Schemmel. Yeah. 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 
speaking of modern events, that doesn't, God, doesn't that feel like that was a month and a half ago? So, yes, I think opening up the process to more people, and if you've, I, I, we'd have to find the right time, if you've had a certain amount of tenure in the game, you know, not just every guy who's had a cup of coffee in the big leagues, you manage one season and no one ever hears from you again, but yeah, the, the people who are on a daily basis entrusted to govern the game of baseball ought to be able to weigh in on this decision. And I think there will be pressure on the BBWA for that specifically to happen. I think that'll probably be the biggest thing that comes out of this if Walker doesn't get in. I, as not being a broadcaster, I don't know if there is. I assume there's a, a union for the broadcasters of some kind. Dan Evans is unsure, and, and therefore I feel fine also being unsure. Yeah. I, well, what did Tracy Ringlesby, where is he, by the way? What the heck, cowboy? He's in Wyoming, isn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, what, yeah, he's, he's in the Hall of Fame of stuff. Uh, <laughs> well, he's in there. He got that Spink Award. Yeah, right, right. All right, any other questions, comments on any of the stuff that's going on today? Again, thank you to Blake Street Tavern for hosting us. And I hope everyone's drinking Breck Brew. I hope you got your, your drink ticket. Uh, I'm having the Strawberry Sky because, well, it's going to be a light beer kind of day. If it's <laughs> we're, we're gonna, It looks like we're now 23 minutes away. Am I doing math correctly? Yep. Away from the announcement. I was thinking we'd maybe do another five or ten minutes if people have questions, comments, concerns, fears, desires. Drew, I got a question for the folks here. Ed Henderson. How many people here have been to the Hall of Fame? Have, have visited Who's been Cooperstown? to Cooperstown? Oh, wow. That's maybe half our crowd. Yeah. yeah. I, got, I got to go last summer, my very first trip. What a special place. Yeah. Fantastic. It's so, not just a museum. It's the whole town. It's, it's the whole environment around there. Walk if, into any, any business on, on For those of you who have not been, if you love baseball, you've got to get there. And don't wait to do it as long as I did. I'm, I'm 68, and I will tell you that I waited way too damn long to get there. It's a very emotional experience when you walk in there, and um, you need to do it. So, And I don't work for the Cooperstown <laughs> Business Bureau. I just, you know... Do it. Just, yeah. I want to take a, a, I'm going to steal from the best, of course, and, and take an idea here. How many people, by a show of hands, feel not only that this Larry Walker Hall of Fame vote is about Larry Walker, but also that it's some kind of referendum on the entire organization? You, a course field. A course field. So that's almost unanimous. And I, and I wanted to do that because we're going to do another podcast after this with Manny and literally whoever else I can drag in to doing it once we know what it is. But I'm, I don't know, glad is the right word. But I think that a lot of people are feeling that way. And I just wanted to speak to that because I think there's a weird disconnect. And I, I hear sometimes people say, well, why do we have to care so much about this particular Hall of Fame? We, if we can all recognize they got it wrong, hey, why don't we just go do our other Hall of Fame and, and say that that one's not legit? Or why do we care that this guy who made millions of dollars and got to live the life and play baseball and is probably out fishing or hunting somewhere right now, uh, are we really all gathered here to feel bad for Larry Walker? And I don't think that that's what's happening. I think we feel bad for Larry Walker. Anyone who has a sense of fairness or justice 
about just facts and reality. It feels like there's an injustice going on to a person here, but I, I, I don't think that that's an, even half what this is about. You have either grown up or adopted the Colorado Rockies as your baseball team. And there is a feeling that if this doesn't happen, they're telling you it doesn't count. Doesn't matter. It's not real. We're not going to watch. We're not going to listen. Manny Rondawa sent 45,000 tweets in the last week and a half. And some people didn't read any of them. And it's not just because they're ignoring Manny, they're ignoring you too, all of your baseball. I grew up in this state. I played T-ball, I, I joined T-ball at six years old, the year the Colorado Rockies became an organization. I've never known anything other than baseball in Colorado. And now they tell me it's not real, it doesn't count. Yeah. It seems that if Larry gets in, or when, if he doesn't, then when Todd gets in, it'll legitimize, legitimize the Colorado Rockies. So he's saying if Larry gets in, it legitimizes the Rockies as a franchise, maybe Helton. And, and here's the other thing that I think will come of this. I think Todd Helton will get into the Hall of Fame because of what happens here today. Either way. I think Todd Helton gets in. But you're right. The day that happens... Colorado Rockies have never really officially been invited into the big boys club of Major League Baseball. They don't have a hundred year history like the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees or wherever the A's happen to be playing in any given century. <laughs> My father never once let me call them the Oakland A's. Of course, they were the Kansas City A's to him. People in Philadelphia might feel interestingly about that. <laughs> That's right. They could have been the Denver A's. But is there any other franchise that doesn't have a Denver Is there there's one other three other who are the three other franchises without a Hall of Fame player? The Seattle Marlins don't have a Hall of Famer. The Mar the Marlins, so Mariners, Marlins. Oh, Mariners. Mar okay, right, right. Griffey just got in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They just got two recently, so yeah. D-backs. Tampa. Well, no one plays in Tampa long enough to... Yeah. Did Randy Johnson go in as a D-back? Got a room full of baseball people, and we're really nailing this question, everybody. <laughs> I got to say, we did really great on that. I know Danny Evans is here. Danny was GM with L.A., and... Um, Boo. Oh, sorry. No, I'm kidding. No, no. But a long history of scouting. I've been doing it now my 27th year. Are there any other scouts here that are here? No? Okay. I can tell you without any hesitation, and Danny weigh in on this, anybody who doesn't vote for Larry Walker to get into the Hall of Fame simply does not know what the hell they're talking about. End of statement. Danny? No, <laughs>
it's just wrong. They're, you're penalizing guys for their home field, but he only played 31% of his games here. So for me, the awkward part is people are penalizing him without any reason. They just like to throw it out. And it's like, come on. Okay, so, so take away some of his numbers. He's still a Hall of Famer. Well, like we, we had when you guys did that excellent presentation a few months ago, and I was saying this to Manny earlier, the, uh, there was a lady there that day, and I, I don't know if she may be here today, but she had a great idea yeah. that if you took the names off the application and just submitted the statistics, that without question, Larry Walker's in. Without question. Seven years ago. You know? And, and here's... The Hall of Fame, Jim Crane, rewards the total players. For this guy to win five gold gloves as a Rocky at altitude, yeah. it's harder to play outfield at altitude than it is at sea level. Yeah. So the ball's carrying more. And, you're, and it's a deeper area. Right. So for me, to win a gold glove at altitude is a bigger achievement than winning it at sea level. Well, and you mentioned something very important, too, and that is instincts. And Walker, like our current third baseman, I would say with Nolan, I, he's got the best instincts I've seen in a player that has come through this ballpark in years. And quite possibly the last guy that had those instincts was Larry Walker mm -hmm. or Todd Hill. It almost seems like he has been punished for being an all-around player as well. I know, Dan, it's something you've talked about too, but because he's a, a five-tool guy, uh, but playing defense and, and running the base as well, that's difficult. I mean, we've we got closers and we got DHs in the Hall of Fame now. And for one of the main reasons that Larry Walker, one of the big justifications he said in giant air quotes uh, against Larry Walker is that he didn't play enough. When the guy was out there playing defense every single day, playing the entire baseball game, and we're going to put, we've already put Edgar Martinez in, David Ortiz is going to go in within his first couple of years this all-around player, and we don't care about defense, and we don't care about base running, and we don't look at those things, but then you got to go back to what Ed said. Well, if you just presented him with the statistics and not the name or the ballpark, he'd have been in seven years ago. And there's one last thing I want to say because I think sometimes this gets mixed up with a more generic, you know, middle-of-the-country coastal bias thing, and that is absolutely there. But I want to say this unequivocally. If Larry Walker played for any of the other 29 teams in baseball, any of them, if he'd have been a Cincinnati Red and never gone to the postseason once in his life, or a Pittsburgh Pirate and literally never been on a winning team, he would have been in the Hall of Fame now. He'd have been in the Hall of Fame five years ago. This is very much about your team and that ballpark and a referendum on all of it. And the fight doesn't end here today. It begins here today. So I'm going to log off for now. I'm going to let everybody eat, drink. We're going to watch the announcement. We're going to cry either tears of joy or frustration, and then we're going to do another one of these. Thank you, everybody, so much. Thank you. He's a five-tool player with instincts. You don't see that. They don't exist. You know, There's like 15 of them in the game right now, and he just happens to be one of them to play. I just think it's it's not only from a scouting perspective, it's recognizing his tools. And I just don't like the penalty at Coors Field. Yeah. 
it's just wrong. They're, you're penalizing guys for their home field, but he only played 31% of his games here. So for me, the awkward part is people are penalizing him without any reason. They just like to throw it out. And it's like, come on. Okay, so, so take away some of his numbers. He's still a Hall of Famer. Well, like we, we had when you guys did that excellent presentation a few months ago, and I was saying this to Manny earlier, the, uh, there was a lady there that day, and I 